0: This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner, Let's Rock. Welcome to another episode of the My Lead System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast. We have another amazing leader with us today, Stacey Hall. Is the go-for-yes gal who is free. Oh, she's free. Free. She learned these principles. She applied them. Actually, she was told to do what most of us are told to do, which is go-for-no, rejection, numbers, game, just on to the next one. And she did that, and there was a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of rejection. And it actually really, you know, took a toll on Stacey. Like, her actual health, like, really broke her down. And she said there has to be a better way, and she found it. And she created it, too. And she shifted. And she started doing what we teach her in MSP, what she teaches in go for yes and really has mastered the art of, like, attracting the right people, the art of getting people to say yes. It's a totally, you know, if you're in that master class, if you know the concepts there, it's just a totally, you know, flip what's conventional on its head. And this is a real way to feel good as you grow the business and, more importantly, get yeses and create cash. Right, like today, right now, and she did that. She's at home. She's in Vegas, one hundred percent free, multiple revenue streams. You know, leader in a couple different organizations. Certainly a top earner here, top affiliate, a coach who helps us facilitate the level one workshop. Has published her masterclass, Go for Yes. So she's in the middle of her third book. Right, and she's really done most of what I just said in the last like eighteen months. She got to work. She got to work. It's real. It's possible. Stacey Hall, good morning. Welcome
1: to the Wake Up Call. Good morning. It is a joy to be here, Brian. And I am uh, still flying from the information about email marketing that you and Jim and Diane shared last week. I've been using it. It's been working even better. Like, you know, it can always get better and better, right, Brian? That's what we talk about here. And um, I'm, I've got tons of friends coming tomorrow night. And I'm sure a lot of the friends who are listening right now are going to be there for more tips. And before, I have a particular topic that I was going to talk about today. And on this topic, I know a lot of people get scared when they think about email marketing because tech comes up. Like that's the first thing they think about, it, even before they start thinking about what they're going to write, which can cause fear as well. But you know, Yeah, don't need the tech to get emails out there. I've been doing, Brian, I don't know if you know this, but I figured this out yesterday. I was talking to a group of clients. I've been sending emails since, well, literally for 23 years, since the beginning of AOL. (laughs) There was no autoresponder. There was no real tech. There was AOL, and you put a group of email addresses in the BCC line, and you send out a message. So you can get started like that, you know, with Gmail. Just put a bunch of emails in the BCC line. So don't be afraid to come to the webinar and learn what to put in your emails that's really of value. So I just wanted to tag on there and hope that maybe that will have some folks go, ah, maybe there's nothing to be afraid of here. I could do that. I'm already sending an email to one person. Why not just send the same email to a group of people? Easy, easy peasy. All right. Well, my topic is one that actually I started talking about first thing this morning because I had somebody actually say to me that they got responses to their posts that I suggested they write. And the responses weren't just a comment. They were, yes, I want what you're offering. And it caused the person to freeze up. Now, this is not an uncommon experience. I hear this from my clients all the time. I see this out on social media. People going, what do I do now? Somebody actually said yes. And that's how I created the topic for today. Are you mostly expecting people to say yes? Are you mostly afraid that people will say no? I just want that to kind of sit for a second while like take a sip of my hot beverage. Which one do you think you're expecting more? Do you white-knuckle your posts and your Facebook Lives afraid that nobody's going to watch or read? Or if they do, nobody's going to respond? Is that where your energy is when you're doing this? Because if so, it will produce a certain set of behaviors. If when you write your post, send your emails, do your lives, you're excited because you expect people to say yes to you, there'll be another set of behaviors that will follow that. Remember. There is a fact about energy. Where we put our energy, that's the kind of energy we get back. Where our attention goes, that's where our energy flows. So are you in the flow of no? Are you in the flow of failure? Or are you In the flow of yes. In the flow of no or the flow of yes. So let's start by talking about what happens when we're in the flow of the no. The flow of the no. Is there such a thing? Is that even possible? I think not. I think when we're in no, the flow turns into frozen. And it becomes a fatal failure. A fatal failure. Meaning everything shuts down. Abort the business. Danger, danger. Because if we expect nobody to say yes, if we're expecting the no's to come, Where's the enthusiasm going to come from? Why would anybody do anything? Where's the joy? If we're afraid that people are going to say no. Like I really just want this to sit in. This is not my usual kind of wake up call. I'll I'll get to the good stuff in a minute. And I'm wanting to get to the authentic stuff that most people are sitting on top of, it's sitting within them, if you will. And they're pretending that it isn't. But it is. And it's really what's driving the show because it's at the core. You know, all those statements of why would anybody listen to you? Do you really have anything of value to say? Would you listen to you? I was there. I know all this stuff. My mind has thought those thoughts. I lived what I'm sharing with you. I'm not saying I'm above it. I was there. How else could I talk about it if I hadn't lived through it myself until I really, really hated the result that I was getting because I was getting crickets. if I go back and look at the lives that I did back then, the look on my face was like, please don't contact me. Like deer in the headlights eyes. And Like, I don't know. I I don't know if what I'm saying is going to really help anyone here. Like you could hear it in my voice. You could see it on my face. And people are like, Okay, Stacey, if you don't think what you have to say is of value, we don't either. Bye. Out of here. Not coming back. So long, farewell. Wish you a nice life, Stacey. Yeah. You know what shifted? You know what changed? Is when I stopped believing the myths that were told about sales. And it happened this way. I was following, I was getting some speaker training. And so I was following some very successful speakers, the influencers in the industry. And I started hearing them share motivational uh, statements, if you will, that flew in the face of what other sales gurus would put out there about go for no and be prepared for the war. And and see, that was why I was expecting no's because all these other influencers told us this, right? it's It's a jungle out there. You got to go out prepared to shoot and kill and target and, you know, all that stuff and... It just doesn't fly with my core values. So no wonder I had no confidence. No wonder I had no passion. No wonder I had no enthusiasm. No, no, no of the good stuff. And yes, yes, yes to the bad, which didn't work for me. So as I started following these professional speakers who were very successful in sales, And they were saying very positive, uplifting statements and and truisms that I could align with, like, sales is just about building relationships where you can solve somebody's problem. And like, all right, what kind of problems can I solve? And I started making a list. What are the things I've lived through? Like right now, I might be solving a problem for some of you. I've lived through the go for no and survived it. Came out on the other side and I now have complete confidence people say yes to me. So maybe I can teach you that. That's a problem I can solve. And I started making a list of all the other problems I could solve for people. And that's all I started to write about, and that's all I started to do my lives about, and that's all I started to speak from stages about. What can I solve? Today, wrote a post about the fact that I don't believe affirmations alone work, and what I learned to do to make affirmations work better for me. What do I add to affirmations that work better for me? So I'm solving the problem for people who believe, like I used to, affirmations don't work. I have complete confidence in that because I fixed it for myself and I can go talk about that. So any problem you fixed for yourself, yeah, go tell people. And so I started sharing that. And a few of my friends started to respond. And see, they did because I was more confident. I was more excited. I was expecting people to say yes. And then I decided to give myself a boost. I would started making friends with people in groups that were likely to want to talk about what I was sharing or to hear about what I was sharing. I went out into groups of people looking for answers to the problems I knew I could solve. And I started making friends with them. At least 10 a day, I would send friend requests. And I'd ask them, are you interested in information about such and such? Because that's what I post about. And they said, yes. And more people started responding. I expect yeses and I put myself in places to meet people who are likely to say yes to me. So here's another problem that I see and I helped correct for somebody yesterday privately. So they were telling me that they do posts and they do lives and most of the people on their friends list don't respond. I said, okay, I got it. You got, it's very important that if they're not responding, you release them from your friends list. Why? Because I've learned that the Facebook algorithm penalizes us for every friend on our list who doesn't comment within, and I'm not sure what the period of time is. I'm still doing my best to track that down. If they're not responding to our posts consistently, they're penalizing us and lowering the percentage of our friends who actually get to see our posts. That's the reason I'm doing email marketing more and more, because I know, at least when I send out an email, it's going to everybody on my email list. It just is Now, whether they open it or not, I'm working on improving my subject line opening. That's, that's the clue, folks, is if you're not getting responses from people on your friends list to your posting your lives on your personal page, it's time to get a new set of friends. It just is. Those other people, put them in a private group. If there's stuff you like to talk about, that's just between the, the small group of you. It's time to go get a new set of friends. And not just sending friend requests, but actually sending friend requests and telling people why you're sending the friend requests. What do you like about them? Are you expecting people to respond to your messages when you send them out or not? See, if you're not expecting a yes, a positive response to your friend request, you won't send a message. You'll just go into hope. Okay, I'll click the friend button and I'll hope that they'll accept it. Well, what good does that do? So they accepted it. How do you know they've come to your page and looked at what you're sharing? How do you know they're going to comment? How do you know they have a network of people that they'll tell about you? You don't. If all you're doing is clicking the friend request button and then dodge, it's kind of like, ring the doorbell and run. Right? Ring the doorbell and run. And if they come to the door and look, yay! No! Please stop doing that. When you send a friend request, Do it because you went to the person's page and you saw something you liked about them, and send them a message and tell them you liked it, and ask them if you like what I put on my page. Would you accept my friend request? That's expecting a yes. Those are people who are going to wind up actually commenting on your post and helping you get your message out to more and more people. So we're going to keep this conversation alive on the My Lead System Pro business page. I'm expecting you all to say yes to this invitation to come over and meet me over on the My Lead System Pro business page on Facebook. You might call it the fan page, My Lead System Pro. And we're going to keep the conversation going. I want to hear Are you going to shift from being afraid of the no's, ringing the bell and dashing away? Or are you going to start shifting your mindset to expect the yeses and prepare for them? And we're going to talk about how do you prepare to get yeses, mindset-wise and tangible. So the intangible and the tangible ways to expect yeses. I'm Stacey Hall, and I'm known as the go-for-yes gal, so what else would I be talking about? And I'm wishing you an abundance of yeses today, every day, every week, every month, every year, and for all the years to come because you deserve it. Please expect it for yourself. I'll see you over on Facebook. Bye.
0: You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSB Leaders.